0: Robots Radio, games, lore, stories, community. Just press play.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where we brave scanning the net to find all the deep history and lore of cyberpunk.
0: I'm Toasty, a fixer that's new to Night City with a desire to jump into the details of this gritty setting.
1: And I'm Genesis, an old school media tech with a love of character deep dives.
0: Together, we will bring you the foundations of the past, the state of Night City today and the news of the future.
1: We've got incoming. Let's Delta. Welcome back, Chooms, to another episode of the Cyberpunk Lorecast. I'm your girl, Genesis, and with me, as always, is Toasty, and apparently my cat Maya tonight. So if you hear any extra meows and purrs, I swear it's not coming from me. (laughs) Oh, and I think it's crazy that this is our sixth month of recording. Time has flown by. It's also been a few weeks since we had a one-on-one chat about Cyberpunk, and even longer since we've done an episode like this. What do you think about six months, dude? It's like longer than half my ha- high school boyfriends. What the fuck? I was the serial dater back in the day.
0: No, just like it's already been six months? What the fuck?
1: Yeah, we started in September. all right, then. Yeah. All right. But before we get to our topic, I have a scream sheet that will probably make everyone want to scream in outrage. Back in the China episode, I talked about an, an insane jail in the United States. After further research, it was way worse than I thought. But also, good to know it has been shut down and a new sheriff runs the much more humane prison. So back in the day, it was an open air prison in the middle of an Arizona desert, where temperatures could be 120 to 130 degrees Fahrenheit, or 48 to 54 degrees Celsius. That's fucking insane the sheriff was also convicted of racially profiling criminals. Male inmates were issued pink underwear to wear underneath their jumpsuits to quote, humiliate the boys by wearing pink panties. Barf. He also created the first female Chang gang in the world. And it gets So much worse for the women. A Justice Department report said that Latina detainees were denied basic sanitary items and were forced to remain with sheets or pants soiled from menstruation because laundry was only once a week. Or they were put into solitary confinement for extended periods of time because of their inability to understand English and therefore couldn't follow commands. I will let you rage here in a moment, Toasty, because when I tell you that the sheriff was pardoned for all of his crimes by one Donald Trump, I have broken Toasty in a new way.
0: Uh, uh, It may be just because I'm, like, tired or something, but uh, it's not even, like, it's just sad.
1: Yeah.
0: At this point, it's just sad. Like...
1: I am very thankful that this place was shut down and now there's a, a new sheriff in town um who did get rid of a lot of these like legit torture crimes. I mean, humiliation that like don't do that. I mean, we have laws against cruel and unusual punishment for a reason. And this stuff was just absolutely horrendous. Um, but I will link the New the New York Times article that I got a lot of this information from um, in the show notes so you guys can read about it too if you want to learn more. But I do know one woman who absolutely would not have put up with any of that bullshit and would have straight up murked this dude's ass. And that is who we are discussing today. Toasty, why don't you tell us about a Matrix Master? A woman made of ones and zeros. A woman who gives us an alternate option.
0: You just had to... You just had to... You? Okay. I mean, I guess it's fair. I put the title as one, so I mean... I guess it's fair. <laughs> so... um. <laughs> gosh um, it
1: was bad I know but I had to come on
0: fair enough so uh, uh, Altierra Cunningham better known as Alt was the best netrunner in Night City during the 2000s and 2010s uh, described as a beautiful and talented woman she worked for the i t s corporation, um which I googled and apparently, like that is a cyberpunk corporation that's, that has like zero information on it, but like there's also i t s corporations in real life, so um mm. it's, I think it's like most of them are just like um, like tech service. Yeah. Essentially.
1: ITS um, Information Technology Services. Yeah. Um,
0: so I imagine it's the same thing considering um what we know to be Alt's particular skill set. Uh so she worked for the ITS Corporation and was the developer of the infamous Soul Killer Program. Uh and she was also the girlfriend of famous rocker boy Johnny Silverhand. Uh, her whole life changed, however, when she was kidnapped by the Arasaka Corporation, who used her to create a version of the program for them, and later made her the program's first victim. And now her consciousness exists only as a digital ghost in the net. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a, a bit of downsides to being that intelligent um, and developing really powerful, uh, unique programs. Uh, yeah. A lot of people want them.
1: Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will do a lot of really bad things to get it. Mm-hmm. So, Alt's early life. She was one of those rare geniuses who could not only run the net, but also create new concepts and code, making her not just your typical net runner, but one of the best programmers in the world. Like many others during her age, Cunningham spent money to upgrade her body, enhancing her beauty with the best European body sculpting money could buy. But she also bought the neural processors and interface plugs needed to navigate the net, and a golden cyber arm with a hidden compartment, specifically designed to hold a Federated Arms X-22 pistol. It's my girl. So... We have a silver hand, a black hand, and now a golden hand.
0: Which is interesting because in the game, her hand is not gold; it's white.
1: It's like her. Is it white or is it skin? Like it doesn't. No, it's
0: white. It's like it's like that. Like, um,
1: almost ceramic looking.
0: yeah it kind of looks like the 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 plastic cover thing like how a lot of people have or whatever but it's like white um and like because it's kind of like it kind of looks it's like it's made of like a white like like material but then it's also got like the segments or whatever but it's not gold I maybe there's like gold like i don't know like designs or something on it that i didn't see but like very specifically i was watching that today and there's like a part where like johnny holds her hand and Mm -hmm. it is a Mm -hmm. white cyber hand Um, but i mean it is like one of those like really like looks like those really high dollar like fashion wear things where it's like like made to look like something super like fancy but i mean there has been some but we can tell just from looking at it too. And on the point of her appearance, um, there's been like, there's some very distinct differences, I think between like her 2020 representation. And then kind of what we see like in 2077, because like some of the pictures I saw, she kind of like, they were, it kind of like the pictures look like made it look like she was like a pinup model. Mm. Um, and she's definitely like very like as as is like the 2020 style was very like eighties out with kind of like the big hair and like the fucking like Leotard thing or whatever. But like we see in 2077, like her her design is much more like practical, I'd say. Just kind of like uh, you know, I think she's like wearing like jeans and a shirt or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh Yeah, they did, like, try to change things around, which, I mean, probably for the better. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, uh, shortly after the Pacifica region of the net was formed, Cunningham would run the region with Rach Bartmoss, later calling these times her best net running memories. Cunningham was famed for her skills at seeing software development on a different level. Due to her abilities, she was poached by the mysterious ITS Corporation. During her employment, she began development on a revolutionary human-AI transfer program and continuously invested in neural processing cyberware to augment her net running skills. During this time, she met Johnny Silverhand and the two entered into a relationship.
1: Fascinated by the development of artificial intelligence, Cunningham made a breakthrough in 2013 with the transfer and containment of intelligence, both AI and the human mind. The unnamed program was able to transfer the user's mind into the net and explore independent of their existing body. Her employer, ITS, capitalized on the breakthrough and developed it further into a weapon known as the Soul Killer, a weapon that imprisoned instead of transferring personalities. On April 15th, 2013, while leaving a concert with Johnny, which we see in a 2077 flashback, she was kidnapped by gangsters, and Silverhand was left for dead. The kidnappers were hired by Toshiro Harada, who wanted Cunningham to recreate the program for Arasaka Corporation. While captive, she rebuilt the software from memory. That's intense. But fearing Arasaka testing it on her, she built a fail safe to ensure that she could make her escape. And real world moment here. I found it interesting that they put the exact date of her death. And so I wanted to research it. And something major did happen on that day for Americans. On April 15th of 2013, three lives were lost. 17 people lost limbs and approximately 260 more were injured. During the bombing of the Boston Marathon. I remember when that happened. It was intense.
0: I remember hearing about it. That's for sure, but... I was... still... a fucking teenager, so... Yeah. I never really registered stuff like that on the same level. Granted, I'm fucking... Toasty's a, uh, an asshole with a lack of empathy. So a lot of the times that stuff doesn't register the same for me. But I wonder, I think I wonder for that if uh, if that was a, uh, I'll have to look up just to see specifically um, if that part of it was from, if they put that information specifically in 2077 post that, or if that's just mm. like some some strange coincidence because if that date was determined in like the older editions these would have been those would have been out before this and it would have been that'd just be really strange that that turned out that way so
1: yeah i when i was looking it up i think this came from 2020 which was written back in the 90s yeah uh, so it could have just been a random date
0: i I guess so it's interesting that things line up like that though having survived his injuries a team led by johnny silverhand started a riot at the arasaka tower with his legion of fans fearing the worst harada used the software on cunningham But before he was successful, she used the Arasaka mainframe to fend off the attack, killing the Arasaka Netrunner team and incapacitating Harada's bodyguard, Akira. Fucking badass bitch right there.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Um, Silverhand detonated an explosive charge, which gave Harada the chance to disconnect Cunningham from her body. Silverhand killed Harada and disconnected Cunningham from the Arasaka mainframe, killing her in the process. Silverhand left with her lifeless body, unknowingly leaving her digital form behind. Not long after, her digital personality contacted Silverhand, telling him she was in Arasaka Tower and not to come after her.
1: Ah, oh, that moment when you think you're doing the right thing and you just don't know what you don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was... I mean, like, he's not a net runner. How's he supposed to know about these things? But, like... Yeah, I mean, I think mechanically speaking, in, like, Cyberpunk Red, if you disconnect someone from the Net, like, unsafely, you know, like he did or whatever, you get attacked by uh, every instance of Black Ice there is, um, which can be extremely deadly so yeah like any any black eyes that is protecting their net like net uh levels or whatever i don't know i can't remember exactly how they but yeah they just all get a chance to just hit you for free you can't do anything about it so you know depending on how much is there which this is our saga, there's yeah. gonna be a fuck ton so
1: yeah and i mean even thinking it like removing the whole cyberpunk aspect from it, it would be like randomly unplugging a computer while you're in the middle of processing stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. you can come back and try to turn that computer back on and it's going to blue screen on you because you done messed up and flip off the power without going through the correct processes. Yep. All right. So moving forward up until the 2020s, uh, in 21... During the Fourth Corporate War, Alt's digital ghost was contacted by Militech, who asked for her help in destroying the Soul Killer 2.0. She agreed with the hopes of taking revenge on Arasaka, and she convinced Rach Bartmoss to help her in the effort. She was later captured by Arasaka, who forced her to develop the Soul Killer 3. In 2023, Militech deployed an attack on Arasaka Tower with Loverboy Johnny leading one of the teams with the hopes of resurrect of rescuing Cunningham. After infiltrating the building, she was contacted by Spider Murphy, who informed her of Bart Moss's death before downloading her into a memory core. During the conversation, Alt gave Spider a piece of the Soul Killer to use if needed. Later, however. After the team got ambushed by Atom Smasher and the two squads of Arasaka troopers, Cunningham was scattered into the net by Spider with hopes of retrieving her someday.
0: Uh, in 2045, in the time of the red, uh, in the years following the Fourth Corporate War, Cunningham set up a digital haven for the other victims of Soul Killer. It was rumored to be hidden on a server somewhere in Night City. in the great white north of canada but after the bioplague wiped out the population ghost world as it was known was established in the ruins of hong kong which we we mentioned you know briefly in the the china episode that they have like she has like this whole um kind of Civilizations. So, well, it was their stronghold, those that were referred to. Um, mm-hmm. and this answered my questions actually. Whenever we we're talking about on the the last episode, I think when we were talking about, um, what was it, or was it the Patreon chat? We we're talking about he event or locations or something. Yeah. And I mentioned wanting to see what was beyond the black wall. This kind of answered that question for me actually. Um, yeah, she kind of has this whole like civilization set up for these. Um, and this is actually a, a specific part that I found in the, the Cyberpunk Red core book, um, that I pulled from about this, um, about something called SPIs or soul killed pseudo intellects or AIs that were originally actual people but have had their consciousness digitized and now exist only on computers in the net. The process is often not voluntary Soul killer programs produce this type of AI. Otherwise indistinguishable from symbolic analysis AIs, these ghosts were created in huge numbers as Arasaka put its infamous soul killer program to work targeting enemies and rivals alike. The majority of these SPIs have gathered in sanctuaries around deserted mainframes and city systems abandoned by corporations or, as in the case of a number of bioplague attacked cities along the Asian Rim, totally abandoned cities, such as Hong Kong. Most of these ghosts just want a safe place to live. Rumor has it that Alt Cunningham, the creator of Soul Killer and a digital ghost herself, has created a number of ghost towns in hidden places all over the remains of the old net. They pretty much want to be left alone.
1: Okay. So maybe this is just me having struggling to understand the concept of this. Why does the real world population matter? If they exist solely on the net. Like why do you have to be in a city. That's like around a deserted mainframe. Or why can't they still live in Canada. Because it was wiped out by a bio plague.
0: I think because. The instance of people. Uh, then. Includes. Um, net runners. And like seeing things like this on their like i I don't know what they appear as on the mainframe like if it's obvious to other netrunners that they are um you know these special kind of like ais or whatever or if they just show up as like like whether they see like i don't know like bart bart moss's like rogue ai programs or what they see whenever it comes to them but i imagine that like netrunners seeing them they probably the instinct is to get rid of them and therefore destroy them and so in that case they probably want to set up around areas that aren't going to have that potential because Mm -hmm. like uh they still seem to have like some level of like wants and desires uh probably probably in a strange way but they still obviously want to be left alone. They have like these stronghold civilizations or sanctuaries set up to where they can clump together and like live together. So like they want to, they still want to exist. They still have the desire for life, whatever that means for them. So, keeping away from any potential threats of other netrunners um because like yes alt can protect a good portion of them but she can't be everywhere at once i don't think
1: <laughs> right okay all right that's
0: what i this is obviously theoretical i mean we they they don't give us enough information about this i think that we can give a definitive answer but i imagine that's probably why that makes and sense. it's easier to like kind of control the net too if no one's around to like like no one's around using it they just kind of have their run of the place Mm. so because i mean we see and we like hear about it and it's still strange concept but the net is like the net is not a like a thing it's a place it is a location or several locations and they have like structures like architectural structures to them so it's like living in a in a place of building a city of its own so but like people come around people you know netrunners mess with the architecture change it up do things to it extract information so like they want to be left alone best to keep away from things that where people are going to mess with them
1: all right some days well, i also want kidding. to some days i also want to just curl up and not have anybody talk to me so an abandoned city might be good
0: yeah well i mean i'm just i'm just glad that like i kind of actually got an answer to my question That so uh, that's kind of sick
1: yeah all right how about we move to a mid-break we've got some fun things to talk about
0: If you told me that Butt Cheek Beach was a Mario Kart course, I'd believe you. You know how when you're hanging with your buds and the conversation takes a nosedive into vehemently arguing things about fictional worlds that don't matter? Well, Debate This is a show that tries to recapture that magic. The first time we meet Wario, I'm pretty sure, is in the second Mario Game Boy game, and I think his whole shtick is like, He's stealing shit. That doesn't mean he's anti-union time. (laughs) It's like two parts barroom debate, one part show and tell, and one part horrific thought experiment he is certainly not stealing from the rich and giving to the poor <laughs> yeah. if anything mario is a blue collar worker and he's stealing from mario 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 is a centrist and we all know that mario is upholding the monarchist state of mushroom kingdom you cannot tell me that wario is not anti-fascist find us on spotify apple podcasts or wherever else you download podcasts yeah i'm gonna think about wario being anti-fascist for a while go ahead todd <laughs>
1: Alright, welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about everything about the show and nothing about the lore. Uh, we do have a new patron to welcome in. Thank you so much, Clayton, for signing up at a tier four. Uh, it means that you get to join us at the end of the month for the Patreon chat. Uh, so welcome to the fam. That brings us up to a total of 16 patrons for the month of February. And that makes me super happy. What also has made me happy is that we got a, a new review. And this one is titled Weird Review Five Stars from IGN Unknown via Apple Podcasts here in the United States. Before I even began watching it, I thought of commenting. I hope you guys have read all the shards and computer messages slash emails to create a coherent, easy-to-follow narrative. What I mean is I hope to hear what's going on between gangs and all the conflicts. I am someone who loves reading, but reading on a screen is just difficult for me, so I love voice acting in games. I hope you guys are sort of voice acting for all the written lore. I mean, kind of. We go through and we we discuss all of the different information that we have available. I guess we don't necessarily cite every time, like, this is from a shard or this is from, like, a, an email that we get in 2077. But I think we kind of say, like, we got this from the Red Book or the 2020 book.
0: Yeah. it's. I mean, I'm just going to tell you right now ig and unknown um i mean both of us have played the game um i've played it multiple times jen is through like on like her third playthrough third ish um there's a lot of shards and emails so like even reading all of them um there's absolutely no way that that stuff's going to like stick in our memory that we're going to be able to like be like oh yeah this one thing like some of them sure but like it's going to be a rare mini for the fucking what hundreds thousands of fucking shards and emails that are in this game probably but um it's 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 it's, it's a significant number um but we will uh, of course um you know if it comes up we think of like a shard or an email that we think it contributes um or anything like that we will of course, bring it up, uh, tell you about it, but um, you know, we're not you know, we're not going to be able to have all that stuff just staved in the databanks, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, and then, I, I wish think- I
0: could be Alt Cunningham and have like an infinite AI un- intelligence to be able right? to do that.
1: But Dude, I Dude, if I could Google inside my own brain, that'd make things so much easier,
0: bro. I can't even I can't even recall information that I want to recall half the time because my ADHD doesn't like me to have a good memory so like i'll do my best but your boy toasty's smooth brain as fuck so (laughs) you know all (laughs) you're gonna get is my best buddy (laughs) but i will try my best for you
1: (laughs) and for all of our listeners we will do our best to bring you Everything cyberpunk related. Uh, And I definitely think that with our most recent topics, it hasn't been much in 2077 because we've been covering the rest of the world. I feel like once we get into dividing up the different uh, regions within Night City, then we'll be able to reference a lot more shards and emails and game specific info. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only other thing that I have to go over is Metallic Dice Games. Went and changed their name. You can still go to MetallicDiceGames.com, but they switched up their marketing. They switched up their website a little bit. And now it is Roll dice.com. Like if you are a fan of rolling dice, you go to fanrolldice. That is f a n r o l l d i c e.com and our code is still the same, CPLC, cyberpunk lower cast to get 10% off of your entire order. And that stacks, by the way. If you find a set of dice that is already 20% off or something like that, you can stack our 10% on top of that. Win, win, win. All right. Let's get back into the show and talk more about Alteria Cunningham.
0: Uh, So moving on to, you know, a lot of stuff that will probably sound pretty familiar, um, because this is the 2077 information, um, so, for anyone who's played the games, you're probably gonna probably gonna recognize this. So in 2077, Cunningham was still a very powerful entity on the net. A memorial niche to Alt Cunningham can be found at the Columbarium in Night City. V encountered her after being forced to cross the Black Wall by the Voodoo Boys. While doing so, they revisited Silverhand's memories of Cunningham before her physical death in twenty thirteen. The hope of the Voodoo Boys was that Cunningham would reveal herself to a familiar entity from her previous life. I wanted to use Johnny to get her uh to get her to show herself because, you know, Alt's this this the best or the scariest slash coolest thing on the net. Um it doesn't really, like, work out that well for them, but, you know, whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, if you have access to one of her connections to the real world, connections to her living past, then, heck yeah, you'd use it. I'm
0: trying to think, because, like, I can't remember what happens if you don't, like, help the net the netwatch dude oh does alt fry them
1: does alt fry the wh- hold on i which, think the i think
0: alt fries the voodoo boys if but like if you side with the netwatch guy he fries some of them but then you have to fight your way out
1: mm that makes sense i, I ended up
0: remember.
1: i ended up helping them the voodoo boys i did i killed the net runner so
0: uh, I can't remember. I know I've done it before, but it's been a minute. So uh, Cunningham recognized the Ingram of Silver Hands and brought him and V to a safe place behind the Black Wall. She revealed that she is nothing but an image of Alt Cunningham, and it's not actually her. The rogue AI explained that the Ingram was transferred to the net during the 2013 raid. However... Due to Silverhand disconnecting the physical embodiment of Alt Cunningham, while she was still in the net, her consciousness was split from the engram, leaving her mind stuck in the net while her body and consciousness lay dying in Silverhand's
1: arms. Uh. The engram kept the image of Alt to keep itself from going insane as any other AI would have in the net over a prolonged period of time, as Mikoshi didn't exist back then to protect engrams from interference. After Silverhand revealed the nature of V's goals, Cunningham did not see the situation as her problem. The two offered to take her to Mikoshi, which was the tech that she would need. The AI explained that if they destroyed Mikoshi, she could try and create an engram of V if they were subjected to be a soul killer program, and then would transfer it back to their body. Doing so would kill V, but allow the engram to be transferred back to their body, allowing their brain to overwrite Silverhand's engram. Which is a really complicated way of saying, basically, create an engram of V, remove both Johnny and V, and then put V back in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess that's what you gotta do. But... That really is... I mean, it it doesn't... As we know, it doesn't matter at the end. Right? (laughs) Not really. But, uh... So... Um... You get to the kind of end portion of the game and you do have the choice of uh, using alts help in order to get to Mikoshi. Um, you know, this is a choice that you can make. Um, I guess I don't, I don't think I've ever been aware this is a choice I could make because I've always done it. I realize I like, have used alts help every time and I don't recall a point where I could say no, but I don't know. Well, how do you
1: get the, how do you get that? Well, one, if you go suicide ending, then you don't need alt's help at all. Right. Um, but two, how do you get the actual Arasaka ending where you go up and have them remove it in the space station?
0: Oh, um, I guess, yeah, you wouldn't use her in that um but i mean how do you get it i think it's just the default one mm. like there's the base in- the the base no. endings are that and suicide so
1: and not not how do you unlock it to be able to use but like how do you make that as your decision
0: oh i i mean i did it one time to like see but i that's a i don't like it yeah so i've never i'd never did it again um i did it the one time because i was like you know of course you go through all of them because you're like well i wonder you know how each one ends you know but that one was like i did the one time and that was it because it's uh it's sad yeah it's personally just hard to watch like it's it's easier to see v do this like the suicide ending and watch all the people be super upset than to watch the arasaka ending and him like them losing their mind yeah like that's harder to watch
1: <clears throat> no i watched um i watched a few of them uh when doing romance research i needed to watch like all of what their final versions of their emails are and they're heartbreaking like the please come back to me ones mm. Oof. no anyways let's move on we're gonna get help from malt and get at least a semi-happy ending
0: yeah something like that uh so, if you do use Alt's help going into Makoshi, um, upon getting control over Arasaka Tower, Cunningham killed all employees within the area of Makoshi and warned that an elite soldier was on his way to intercept V. Elite soldier, of course, being Adam Smasher. <clears throat> we know that uh, Cunningham destroyed the Mikoshi Makoshi subspace and forced all of the occupants to merge with her. Members of the Secure Your Soul program, as well as victims of Soul Killer. Well, the Secure Your Soul, of course, being like the people that volunteered to do this. Um, mm-hmm. Once at the Makoshi access point, she instructed V to pull in and submerge themselves so they would not fry. The AI tried to use the Soul Killer on V to ensure they were put back in their body. However, she mentioned she could not repair the damage done to V's body and that they would only have six months to live. As for Silverhand, the body would accommodate his psyche without issue. She asked whoever would remain should go back with her beyond the black wall.
1: So this is where we then have the decision who gets to keep the body. V... Mm -hmm. Who only has another six months or so to use it, but is rightfully theirs because it's their freaking body. Or Johnny, who will be able to live out for God knows how many more years after this. Yeah. See,
0: so obviously this is getting into like, you know, less. it's going to be less about all right now, but yeah. But the thing I've always wondered is like what's the f- what's the point of johnny getting the body right like <clears throat> like i guess if you like are playing a character that like you know like feels like 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 has like a lot of empathy you know for johnny who like got killed like way before like i guess you would would think is is his time but like otherwise like there's not really any point beyond maybe that I mean Johnny ain't got no one left <laughs> um he's I mean he's not gonna be Johnny Silverhand anymore like no. like he can go and he can play his music and he can you know try to like still kind of be Johnny, but he's not, and I don't think he's gonna ever have that same impact that he did whenever he was um yeah it's like that's it's, i don't like i don't see the point like he, like what the johnny ending he goes off takes a bus and heads off who knows where
1: right no i i struggle yes i struggle to see why giving up the body to johnny Unless you role play it out like your V didn't want to be alive anymore, anyways. Yeah. You know, there are ways to make it fit, but I think the best way is for V to stay in the body. And then, depending on which direction you want to go, either going with the Aldecaldos or staying in Night City, that one is <clears throat> completely up to you. But, um, I think that there's a way. There's gotta be a way. I don't know. What's preventing me from getting an Android body? If I'm already an engram that's been taken out of my own head and then put back in, what's stopping me from doing it again into a different body?
0: Yeah, I don't... Like, you're an engram. I don't... Like I oh yeah, that was the thing. It was like also that like if the damage is done to the body, just fix the body. Like I know alt can't, she's an AI, of course she can't fix the body. You right. like you can replace things. Like there's 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 cyberware or bioware or uh synthetic variations of literally everything edge runners we see david gets his lungs taken out and replaced with synthetic lungs yeah. like like just take out the like take the the engram of v put it on a on a fixed chip uh and then like just fix the damage replace the brain with a better brain place the parts that are damaged and then just install the chip.
1: Right. Hands up in the air. Why haven't we thought of this before? And maybe that's what V's out there doing. You know, if, if they're out there cruising around with Pan Am, they are looking for a way to do this. Or if they're staying there in night city, then maybe that's why they had to go up to the crystal palace. You know, who knows? And, and, Hopefully we get to find out.
0: Hopefully yeah. we get to I mean, maybe it's like a Cyberpunk 2 thing or something.
1: Either a 2 thing or maybe we'll get answers in Phantom Liberty. It all depends on when that data frame is set. Or data frame. When that expansion pack is set for. Is it in-game yep. or is it post-game?
0: Right. So
1: yeah that's about it for all she is really pretty and totally badass mad respect for her and if she were able to inhabit a physical body and johnny was able to keep the body i would think that maybe i would give them a second shot but i don't know i don't think i don't think alt would want to live in a in a flesh again i think she's too ingrained in the net
0: i don't even think it's a I, I don't even think it's like a she doesn't want to i think it's just like she lacks the desire for anything at this point because yeah. like i mean she even said that like she's like even johnny asking like that's the only reason is like that like faintest trace of like something that's still kind of felt for johnny but that's really it like she didn't see things as her problem she actually didn't even know i don't even think it was her helping actually i take that back it wasn't even like it was like the faintest bit of john like something for johnny that like saved them enough to talk to her but -hmm. like it was her like a goal of like helping those like programs in Makoshi find us like a safe place like like bringing them into like her like her sanctuary essentially that was that was her like reason for doing right. that, for helping. So, but she she makes it pretty clear. that's like, she isn't alt. She is an AI, like, or, or in, like an engram of alt left over. So, like, she doesn't have emotions in the same way.
1: Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, then, on that note. Let us wrap it up for the night. You can follow us on Twitter at Cyberpunk Lore and visit us on Patreon.com slash Cyberpunk You can also find me as the co-host of the Two Girls, One Ship podcast where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. February is a big month for us, so keep your eyes peeled on the feed
0: and if uh you are interested in the witcher at all um february is not as interesting a month for us but we do have some interesting episodes planned um you know monday's episode i have set up uh a very interesting bestiary uh episode um and then if you want to listen uh to our patron chat monster dating show that we're going to be doing at the end of the yes. month. that Jen will be on. Um, definitely go check that, check out the Witcher lore cast. Um, and you know, you're here. You're a fan of cyberpunk. You might also be a fan of uh, the cyberpunk red, actual play podcast, Cyberpunked. cyberpunk apostrophe D that I do with the fumbling for and almighty crit Gang.
1: And of course, a huge shout out to Miracle of Sound. The theme music that we play on this podcast is Neon Red, the industrial remix synthwave cyberpunk. Uh, It's amazing. Go listen to the full version. Go listen to the lyrical version. Uh, Go watch the vids. He did uh, like an edge runner version of it where it's got like David and Lucy running around on the on the YouTube video. Yeah, miracle of sound, amazing. And while you're out there, always remember:
0: stay safe in Night City. Vault dwellers join me jackson sassy lady roamer eric and the creator maverick as we take topics from the fallout universe and discuss them with other diverse individuals we can be found wherever you listen to your podcast you can follow us on youtube you can also find us on twitter or X or whatever you want to call it using at fallout you can send us an email using falloutrtd at gmail.com join us the conversation has already started